What's your passion? What makes you wake up every morning? What keeps you up at night? What values do you believe in? What problems do you want to solve? Lastly, what makes you, you? Hi, this is Jen Kahukom, and welcome to Your Brand, Your Story podcast, where we share stories and conversations about humanness and authenticity. Good day, everyone. Our guest for today is someone who I would say has um, many gifts. She helps um, businesses continually create awesome content and also does social media management for clients and who is also into brush calligraphy and watercolor painting. She's actually um, a creative professional. And by the way, hear this, she is also an accountant. I invited her today to know more, not just about her skills, but also as a person to know more about her story. As she is a creative professional, so please also expect that I might also ask her questions about her creative process. Friends, let's all welcome KJ Gonzalez. Hi, KJ. Hi, Mom Jen. Um, it's nice to be guest in your podcast. I've been hearing a lot of good podcasts, so I'm honored to be part of this. Thank podcast. you, thank you. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the one who's honored because you agreed to do this because I know that you're, you're busy. I mean, despite this pandemic, I know that you're, um, you're, you're still busy and probably even busier. I mean, with all of your work with your clients and also with your creative projects. So, thank you, thank you, really, for agreeing to do this. Okay. So I'll cut to the chase because um, I'm pretty sure our listeners would want to know more about um, KJ Gonzalez. So yeah, tell us a bit about yourself and tell us about your passion and about the work that you do. So my name is KJ Gonzalez and my clients usually call me KJ because my name is pretty long and for my friends, they call me Jai. Uh, I've been working as a freelance social media manager for a while now but before that I was actually an accountant for uh, a local company here in SBMA and uh, I have been working as a freelancer online like Upwork and other platforms like that for part-time for like the past five years I think and then the next five years was me being you know serious about the freelancing gig and just finding more clients and I actually I just um kind of became more focused on being a social media manager but I also do illustrator or illustration projects um this is more about me doing uh, my own actually but in that process when I was you know posting about my uh, posting my artworks and you know my creations I also get clients uh, I use a different platform for that as well but yeah and I still work as an accountant uh, I I tried to leave it but I I still feel like um, it's part of me you know I I really embrace this uh, whole 
uh, career I have, I, I know there's many, but, and another one I know, there's a lot I'm, I'm telling you right now, but I also do some uh, writing for some uh, RPG or RPG stories. So, so um, what, what I do there is like web, uh, wait, uh, game developers uh, hire me to write a story about their games, uh, games they want to do because mostly web developers don't have an idea of what the story of a game would be like. So I help them with that. So those are the things I'm busy with as at the moment. That's amazing. Just uh, for um, just so our listeners know, we in in our community here in Zambales in the Connected uh, Women um, Zambales community, we um, we actually call her the creative accountant because yeah, yeah she she's um, she's an accountant and doing um, a lot of creative work at the same time. Now, um, KJ, yeah. It, Take us back to the time because um, I remember you sharing with me before that um, you had that struggle phase or that transitional phase where you had to sort of um, shift from doing purely accounting work to now um, combining it with your um, creative work. I mean, how... Um, take us back to that time. How how was your journey? I mean, um, what did your friends say? What did your family say? And yeah, how basically I'm I'm the reason why I'm asking you is that I'm pretty sure there are um, other um, professionals out there, not necessarily in the creative department, but those who wanted to reinvent themselves but don't know don't know where to start. So, yeah, maybe you can share your story about that. Yeah. Um, actually, when I was working for a company in SBMP, I was, um, my colleague wanted me to, or wanted us to, like, try the board exam. So, that's the CPA board exam. So, uh, to be a, a public, certified public accountant. But, um, uh during that process where we were talking about it, the company actually closed. It was a representative company, actually. So it closed down, and I was retained as an accountant. So um, there was this shift in my work where I had to work at home, and I just uh, uh, submit a monthly FS online. And that allowed me to actually work more on like being a freelancer and then doing creative projects I have. I it was during this time that I actually also learned to use watercolor, do journaling and calligraphy. So, and during that time, I was also having this thought about, uh, you know, the CPA board exam. And I had like the down payment ready. And I also called RESA, which was the um, board exam school review that I was supposed to enroll to. But then when I thought about like not painting for because I was going to be really focused on being, you know, a CPA and passing that board exam because I wanted to do it like in a one-time thing. I know it's not that easy, but I wanted to do it that way. But I know that there would not painting for a while and doing any work. And then I would, you know, but then I, it felt like when I 
thought about that, not painting for like three months or more. Um, I just felt like I was dying a bit. <laughs> I don't want to be a bit melodramatic about it, but that's how it felt for me. And that's when I knew that, okay, I'm just, go I'm just going to pursue this um, other career that I want for myself or this passion that I have and, you know, be an accountant still. And I think it could work. So I made it work. So it worked. <laughs> I'm doing that both of that's yeah, that's really amazing. And yeah, how did your you mentioned that you you were working from home? So aside from doing accounting work, um, you you started to find opportunities that would showcase your creative ability, um, online. What did your um What did your folks say about it? Um, or were they okay with your decision? Yeah, um, it was my mom who actually found out about it first, and we I was talking to her uh, even before pinaplano ko pala pag pag board exam. But then um, I, I when she found out that I don't want to take the board exam anymore, of course she was a bit like um, disappointed because. Uh, she's actually have this bookkeeping practice that and and I wanted to help her as well. So that's part of it that uh, made me want to push for to become a CPA. But she understands. I think she uh, she knows that I have this tendency to like uh, do creative stuff or have been doing creative uh, things around the house. Uh, like I like when I create this t-shirts out of um, retazos or what you would, uh, you would call the pieces of uh, clothing around the house. So she sees that. So I think she had an inkling of what I really wanted to do and she understood. And she, she let me decide what I wanted. That's good. That's, yeah, that's really good to know. Now, yeah. Tell us about your creative process because, yeah, um, aside from doing um, calligraphy, um, watercolor painting, you mentioned, yeah, that you also started, you know, doing um, um, repurposing or upcycling um, uh, new things from, from old stuff. What is usually the, the creative process behind it? I mean, is, there, is, it, is it because, um, I mean... I guess you go to give give our audience an idea. I mean, what what usually goes into um, in the mind of a creative is it usually because kailangan repurpose yung parang ganon kailangan or repurpose o talagang you just spot at that instant na ano oy magandang gawin tong ganito parang ganon ay parang or is it because um, there, there was something trending at that moment and you had the materials on hand, parang ganon. So, parang give us an idea. What, what is usually in the creative mind of KJ Gonzalez? Actually, kapag, um, when I repurpose stuff, it's mostly because I have no money. <laughs> I mean, I, I want, I have this uh, sense of what I want to look like because uh, what I did before was create like, T-shirts that have these words uh, on the like on the top, or maybe something. I would cut it and then stitch it up with another like piece of clothing. 
uh, I think it's more of me wanting to have this kind of fashion show and I don't have the money to buy kasi hindi pa uso <laughs> I mean, kailan ba na uso yun? But yeah, uh, that was my own way of trying to create something that I like and I could show off fashion-wise. It, it started with that. And then I also, uh, when I was in college, I also sell this blushies i'm not sure if you're you know blushies it's um they're like stuffed toys yeah, where you yeah. use them as keychains i also did that before because i was a frequent visitor of deviant art it was it was a community of artists that i where you show off stuff that you made it, there's digital art there there's also like handcrafts and I, in that space i saw the the plushies. So I started selling them actually when I found out about them and I sold some of them. I don't do that anymore, but it was, it's nice to be able to, to create something from things that I found in the house. Even the, like the stuffings I use for it, it was from old um, sofa stuffings that uh, we had at lying in the house. So that's, that's for me, so for me, my motivation mostly was me wanting to create something, but I have limited resources, so I have to be resourceful in a way. So that's my method, I guess, of creating stuff back then. Yeah, that's uh, that's really amazing, and I, I and I'm really glad you shared that because uh, I mean, especially especially nowadays, um, siyempre anjan yung merong meron tayong mga uh, yung mga kabataan natin ngayon, di ba? Especially yes. when they when they need to pay something for school or they even need to uh, pay for their tuition. And little do they know, they have treasures around the house. It's just really a matter of transforming them into something else to make it, you know, um, more um, um, more valuable, di ba? And yeah, rather than, it's like, um the way your thought process goes is like you you look for what's available inside first diba na yes. yeah oh, oh that's that's really that's really a good insight especially for our younger generation now a little bit more about you naman said diba you've um been through this um transitional journey and i'm sure it it wasn't that you know, easy, um, especially when you had to decide whether to take the board exam or whether to yeah pursue your um, your career in the creative department. Now, um, was there anything else, or take us back during this time? I mean, tell us about a moment in your life where you really wanted to achieve or have something, but you know it wasn't going to be easy but you still did it anyway i mean ano yung iniisip ni kj no mga panahon na yon nung nagsistruggle siya yung no hindi siya nag give up um okay there's there was a moment where um i had to take this job actually it was low paying um it's something like uh it's the it was around the time when i had been like I had been working for like a month, I think, um, because we were just let go from that company. But I wanted to earn a little extra money, 
for you know for for myself because I wanted to do more and I wanted to save and stuff like that so I took this job I think it was just three dollars because I this this was like I'm transitioning again from working in a corporate and then uh, having an online job so I started because I I felt like I wouldn't get I wouldn't get hired if I like set this kind of um, uh, rate for my work so I started following. it was three dollars and what I did was I actually answered questions for an astronomy um, it was a portal I guess it was a portal where I answered astronomy and there was like it wasn't my setup right now where I can work flexibly I had uh, I had to work like 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. something like and then another uh, shift so it was hard for me because I, I usually like like flexibility in my work. Uh, but I did that for like a year until, and I while I was doing that, I was actually learning about digital marketing because I wanted to like niche down and or find another way or find another field where I could you know, excel more or charge more for my work. So that's what I did. I actually uh, was learning about digital marketing during that time and then also doing some illustrations at the side. So it was a lot. I was juggling like the shift from my work and then the accounting job and then this uh, two other things that I want to do. So, but uh, I pushed through and then after a year, I resigned from that job, but I did it in a way where I told them that I'm going to shift from this to this because I want to, you know, and my and my client understood and later she actually hired me to do her social media account as well so it was all good so i i i guess it was hard but looking back it was all worth it because it made me transition to you know a happier or or more happy state of mind and work for me right right yeah yeah thank you for sharing that now Moving forward, um, I'd, I'd like to know if um, KJ Gonzalez um, is particular about the creative project that she, that she works on. I mean, do you, I mean, just because it's creative, I mean, um, do, you, do you accept it because you know how to do it anyway? Or are you selective? of the projects that you work on and when you do select i mean how how do you communicate to your clients um that you know that you cannot deliver because of whatever reasons that you may have uh, okay so i i think um i do try to be selective about what or who i work for because Sometimes I talk to clients and I immediately know like we're not vibing or something like that. I, I'm not judgmental or anything, but I, I do talk to them. That's why I really want to talk to them. Like I really want to do a call with them and chat with them and know how they are or how we communicate in a way. So sometimes when a project involves something like um, beliefs or um, ideologies that I 
don't particularly feel comfortable with like maybe it's about being a misogynist or something like that i i won't do it like i would tell my client that i would i have conflict with the idea or the creative uh work that i will be doing because and i think it would benefit us both if i am honest about that because uh it shows in your work right when you don't necessarily believe in that thing you are working on even even in non-creative uh fields or work if you don't if you don't like the work it shows like you do crappy a crappy job and you mess up things so i usually am honest with them about you know if i don't i'm not able to do the job Right, right, and it's the um, I resonate with that as well because it's it's still one way of keeping the relationship. I mean, keeping the transparency um, by yeah by by being honest with them. I mean, especially if let's say you have you have a brand to maintain or you want to be known for a particular um, niche as well. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that because um, yeah, I I do notice that. I mean, I guess it's natural for starters to just accept whatever projects are available while they're in that phase where they are still establishing themselves. But yeah, it's 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 good to know your your thoughts on it when you know when when you need to be selective and you know what the reasons are behind it. Okay, now yeah, a little bit more about you again. Was there ever a moment when KJ Gonzalez um, became or felt vulnerable and can you share with us that moment and what did you learn from it? Um, I think uh, one of the vulnerable moments or is still a vulnerable moment for me is when I actually lose clients because uh, it's hard for me not to take it personally i mean i mean i know i shouldn't like i i know there are things that i cannot control like right now there are there are a lot of things happening and some companies are even cost cutting and i i get why they have to like change their their way of you know the way of the company and stuff like that uh but before even before when i was uh when i lose a client i always think like oh my God, I'm going to lose a client, something like that. Because I always feel like I could have done something more. But um, little by little, I think as, you know, years go by, as you go, uh, you grow older in this business or in this freelancing thing, you realize that it happens. You know, I, I usually try to uh, adjust to it. Really, I, I, like, I would be sad for a day about it. Like, a, I would maybe even cry about it, but then the next day I'm like, okay, let's do this. You know, uh, I, I, but this is not instantaneous. I know some of the new new freelancers won't feel like this or won't be able to like get up from bed the next day from uh, losing a client, even a long time client. But uh, this is how I deal with it because I guess it comes with experience. Right. Now, given, you know, um, your, your experiences, the work that you do, your beliefs, the values that you believe in, and 
probably the even the clients you have encountered um if let's say you were to sum up everything or if you were to describe yourself in one word of who you are today what would that word be i guess the word would be uh, the word that has been with me for, since high school i guess i guess it would be weird still be that word weird because uh i i mean it has negative connotations around it but i don't necessarily see it as negative because um when i was like in high school i used to just you know mind my own business i'm quiet i'm shy i doodle on my notebook most of the time um and i think some of my high school friends even call me weird uh, describe me as weird to other people and i i mean before it bothered me a bit i think but right now i it i'm owning it and not really bothered by it like i even feel like it's the perfect word for me to describe me because if I wasn't weird or I wasn't doodling in my notebook or being quiet or contemplating about you know what I want to do in my life before at that age I think I won't what I am today which is I think I'm I'm pretty brave to like be an accountant and then switch to this career and then also running after this other one which is you know I also want to get into video game creation so um, I think that if I wasn't weird, I would be able to chase after those other things. And I would be sad. I think I would be pretty sad if I don't, if I'm not able to run after all those other things that I want to be. I think, um, I think it's kind of overwhelming if you think about it, that I'm chasing after all these things. But for me, it's, I don't know, it's kind of happy. I know, I, I know it's kind of weird, but... I know some um, some women I know actually do the same. Like they they have kids, right? And then they do art as well, and then they have their own career. So I think it's the same thing. It's just I instead of a kid, I'm running after this other career. So uh, so I'm that weird uh, word. That's me. Right, and and thank you, thank you really for for sharing that because I think it's. I think we're all weird in our own ways, and it's it's really about time to embrace our weirdness. I mean, um, we we do occasionally feel that we are, we are like square pegs in a round hole, if you know what I'm saying. But by having the courage to announce that to the world how we are, I mean, our weirdness, our uniqueness, and all. Um, having the courage to do that encourages others to do the same. And in doing so, you get to attract who you are. You know what I'm saying? You, you get to attract. Yeah. I, mean, there, I mean, the fact that, I mean, not only will it encourage um, people who are like you to do the same, but um, it's like, people would feel that they are not alone. For for all you know, there are yeah. listeners right now who are also like you and who would who who would really be, you know, thanking you for what you've shared today. So yeah, so thank you. So for my yeah. last yeah. Yeah, you were saying 
yeah and uh, i think uh, i that's what i want to encourage people like me because my my um my course accountancy is not very creative right but i really want to do this creative thing so uh, even if sinasabi ng iba na like sayang sayang yung course mo or sayang yung pinag-aralan mo i think we all just um we all know what we want and i think we shouldn't listen to what other people are saying if you can uh just run after it i think that it, as long as your soul makes you happy i think you should just run after it yes true and yeah it's um it's it, it's a good thing that you mentioned about the uh, that expression uh sayang because not not only actually in the field of accountancy i've also encountered people mm-hmm. before they're in the field of um they're in the academe naman and then they switch to have their own business and they've been in the academe for either almost a decade or more than a decade and then they started to um, do something of their own. And ganun din na sinasabi, sayang. Paano, mm-hmm. sinasabi naman nila, paano magiging sayang kung naging masaya naman ako? Diba? Yes. And, mm-hmm. paano naging sayang if what I'm doing right now helps more people? Parang ganun. So, parang, yes. sayang is relative. I mean, it's in the context of the person perceiving it. But, hindi dun sa may may katawan talaga. Yes. Yes. Okay, for my last question, KJ. Once all is said and done, how would you like to be remembered? I think I want to be remembered someone who um who just did what she wanted to do. Um like what her soul made her happy. Like I just followed what made me happy and just ran with it. Like I said, um I don't want uh, put in a box and then I just I just you know I know I have dealing with a lot right now maybe I will be dealing with a lot more in the near future but I just want to be known as someone who didn't stop and just kept going for it even if other people are maybe doesn't believe in her or is like you know uh, telling her that this is too much I think um, I just want to be remembered as someone who kept pushing to do the creative job and then that other thing and then that other thing. Just, yeah, I just want to be able to do what I want and, yeah, be happy. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for sharing that. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of listeners will um, have um, – have learned a lot from you today, especially if they're also into the creative um, department. Yeah, and I I resonate with that as well. I mean, why why stop learning? Why why stop doing things? I mean, as long as you're alive, you can learn as much as yeah. you, as you want, do as much as you want, and if it makes the world a better place, then why not? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you again, um, KJ, for sharing those invaluable insights. So, thank you. Thank you again for your time. Thank you as well. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This has been Your Brand, Your Story. 
stories and conversations about humanness and authenticity. And I'm your host, Jen Kahukong. Do you have a story to share? Send me a message by visiting my website at jenkahukong.asia.com.